Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking about sports with friends. Fellas, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get what you need to hear. Mondays and Fridays, we're always here. Live on the air, you know it ain't fair. Because we spit it with crazy ill flair. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show draft recap. First round. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay Eric Taylor. What a night it was. Before we jump into it, we have two breaking news stories. First, the New England Patriots who drafted Isaiah Wynn. Everybody was like, guard, tackle, he's really a guard. Well, they just traded with the Niners, pick 143 and Trent Brown um, to move up to 93. So they could get Trent Brown, a left tackle from the Niners. So that's a move. And your boy, Jason Hardhitting Witten, is looking to retire and join ESPN for the Monday Night Football analyst position, which would mean Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones have Fox with Troy Aikman, CBS with Tony Romo, Witten with ESPN, and only Chris Collinsworth stands alone. And NFL Network, we know they have Dion and Michael Irvin. The Cowboys are putting a full court press on the media, Ray. Wow, wow, wow. What do you think about those breaking news stories? So, look, the Niners want their guy. The Patriots want a proven veteran. I think Bill Belichick hates dealing with rookies and trying to teach them, you know, not only the NFL, but the Patriots way. As for Witten, you know, I'm surprised he retired if he's going to go, that it took him this long. I mean, I would think he would do it right after the season. I don't know that he's that charismatic. I mean, I think Aikman and Moose, Daryl Johnson are more charismatic. Obviously, Dion and, uh, and Michael Tony Romo was great. And Tony Romo was great with his analysis. I'm not sure Jay- Jason Witten's in their category. Um, Plus, I thought they were going to use Matt Hasselbeck. I thought he was going to get the spot, or Kurt Warner was in the running. I would like to see Kurt Warner get it. Anyway... Back to the draft. The Cleveland Browns last night started off. We, you know, heard the rumors the last day all morning that Baker Mayfield was the pick. They do it. They get Mayfield. Then at four, they go ahead and get Denzel Ward. We'll get to the other teams. But do you wonder, should the Browns, even if they wanted Ward because they need a corner, they might have been able to trade down two or three picks or use some of that capital. They have the 30, what, third and 35th picks starting today and all these other picks. Why don't you get Chubb, trade all those picks and something else, and then come up at six or seven, you know, with the Tampa Bay one to trade down and then get Ward and have all three. I'm a little, I felt like Dorsey was a little lazy. What do you think about Mayfield and Ward and how they got him? So the big question is if Josh Allen didn't have that, tweeting history thing dug up at the ninth hour, the 19th It was hour. not. Allen was never the choice. It was between Donald and Mayfield. You think so? So the, the, yeah. uh, the, the Josh Allen was a smoke train? Possibly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't like Baker Mayfield at number one. I don't think he'll be that good, frankly, but that's their choice. They were going to take a quarterback, and so that's fine. They got a guy with moxie. They got a guy that is is a leader and the guy He's that accurate. people like playing with. That's cool. The number four pick surprised me like it did you. I had Ward going in that seven, eight, nine range, but you know what? If you really, really like him, go get him because you knew that Indianapolis was probably going to take a lineman. Um, you knew that the Broncos may take a quarterback, probably not uh, a, a, a secondary guy. So you, I don't know who your willing trade partners were going to be. So coming up with a trade when you're not sure if he'll be there. Look, if he's your guy, he's your guy. Ever since they gave up on Joe Hayden and Joe Thomas, well, Joe Thomas retired, obviously, but Joe yeah. Hayden, they have a need in the secondary. So, you know, I can't hate on them for taking him. If, if he was their guy on the board, yeah, we could have been cute, but you know what? They have Miles Garrett coming back next year. So Miles Garrett and uh, Chubb would have been maybe a little bit of a luxury where they thought that their secondary needed to be boosted. So I don't hate that pick. I think he could have gone two or three picks down, but, but you got to find the trade partner that wanted to move up. So I'm okay yeah. with the Browns. I'm okay with what the Browns got. Yeah. Well, look, I got to say this, and we'll see what they do at 33 and 35. Definitely need a running back and an offensive lineman. But I, the Giants, I thought, listen, if you're going to stick with Eli and try to help him, and hopefully in the 34th pick they get a lineman, getting Barkley at this point, some say it's too rich for a running back. But this kid, he could be a receiver, a running back. I think he, you know, like Gettleman said, he wanted a gold jacket guy. Could have gone with Chubb. But I think Saquon Barkley was number one on most people's boards. I like the pick. I was very – I think it opens up so much for Ingram, Odell, and Eli, and he can hand it off at least 20 times. And he got Jonathan Stewart, who would take seven carries. So I think it works. And then how about our Jets, Ray? Our, both our second favorite teams getting so lucky and fortunate that slinging Sam Darnold from USC. This is not Mark Sanchez USC, ladies and gentlemen. I think this guy, even though he's young – he could come in week six, week 10. He'll learn from McCown, who knows that he wants to tutor him and stuff. He um, and his daughter's 19, so Darnold's 20. That's funny. But I think that the Jets got their quarterback for the next 15 years, and away we go. I, I don't know. What do you think? you got to be happy in New York. I'm sure the Post and the Daily News have got great covers. What's no, going I'm on? Very what, do you, what do you think? I'm very happy because, at worst, you were going to get your third quarterback but Sam Donald's my first quarterback on the board. So because the Giants took Barkley, and by the way, I'm okay with Dave Gettleman taking him, but read between the lines, at least to me, is the Giants, and I believe, and I'm in agreement, I don't think there's a star in this quarterback class. And yeah. neither did the Giants. And so the Giants said, look, if there's not a star, then we need, to guy, we need a guy that can make a big splash. And if that's and, – and look what Ezekiel Elliott did and look what Todd Gurley yes. did. If you can get 80%, 90% of what these guys did in their first couple of years, you'll take mm. it every day. So I'm okay with the Giants. And as a Jet fan, look, we were coming out of here with a quarterback. And that, that's why you move up to three. And Sam Donald was number one on my board. So as a New York fan, New York football fan, Giants and Jets, I think they both have to be smiling today. Yeah, no, definitely. And just with the whole draft, five quarterbacks, first time since 99, first time ever, four in the top ten, 
you have seven trades, really eight, once the Raiders traded for Martavis Bryant from the Steelers for a third-round pick. And then you have two brothers in the Which, first round. Which, by the round, way, I think is found. great for them. I feel bad oh, yeah. for Steelers fans, but I think that's a steal for them. If his head is right, Martavis Bryant is the top top, I don't know, 20 receivers. Yeah, no, you put Bryant with Cooper and Jordy Nelson, Ray. The Raiders are, you know, that, that was impressive. I thought uh, the Raiders did good. And, you know, then you have the two brothers, the Edmonds brothers, first time in the first round. Their father was a tight end. You got the linebacker going to the Bills. And the safety, who probably was a second-round pick, but the Steelers are like, hey, we need a fast, long, tall safety. You partner him with Morgan Burnett, and away you go. What did you think about the trades for quarterbacks? Because the only person that didn't trade was Baker Mayfield. We obviously spoke about the Jets. The Bills moving up to seven to get Allen, which I thought they had to do. And then the Cardinals moving up to get Chosen Rosen, who really ruffled some feathers in his press conference. Oh, the nine teams are going to regret it, and I'm angry. It's like, slow down, homeboy. You're fragile, and be grateful and thankful. I I was a little weirded out by Rosen. What did you think about the two, Allen and, and Rosen? So I think all the teams that traded up did great. They did exactly what they intended to do, which is to get their guy. And the Jets got their guy lucked out that it was, I think, the number one on the list. Um, obviously, the Bills traded up to the, get their guy, and the Arizona Cardinals traded up to get their guy. So kudos to all of those GMs. You paid a pretty – I don't think it was a King's ransom. Remember, like, with, with the uh, – uh, the RG3 price tag to go up to number oh, two with him that Washington traded with the Rams. It wasn't that steep, but look, you paid a price, but you know what? Most important position in football and maybe all the sports. So a plus to those GMs for going out and getting their guy. As for Josh Rosen, you know what? I'm okay with a guy having a chip on his shoulder. It's almost like media training though. Like, you know, should you have said it just quite like that? Probably not, but what he didn't say the worst thing in the world. That's okay. Let him have a chip on his shoulder. Because remember, the other knock on him is that he's too cerebral and he's not passionate enough and he doesn't love the game. So at least he's coming out saying, look, 19. But it came, it came off sort of obnoxious. It and did, like, a little obnoxious, a little arrogant. And kind of knocking the okay. other nine players. And it's like, wait a minute. Dude. That's all right. Play with a chip on your shoulder as long as you He might be as fragile as Sam Bradford, right? That's the irony of it. And the Cardinals have a great offensive line. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, listen, my son was happy, and he's a, a Cardinals fan. So you know Elijah Dukes was happy. Uh, a couple other interesting moves. I thought the Saints, Ray, gave up a whole lot to go up and get the second-best pass rusher in Marcus Davenport, I think, when they traded him. And was, the were people the knocking down the door to get him? Well, that's the weird thing. I, I, yeah, I think some teams would have taken him before the Saints got to him, definitely. But I think if you're trading up like that, people thought they were going to get Lamar Jackson. So give the Packers credit because they wind up, you know, making moves, and then they get Jair Alexander, the cornerback, which they desperately need. What did you feel about the Cowboys? Do you, you, you know, you're a Cowboy fan. Did you like uh, getting – That was my uh, guy. I had him on. Nathan the- Van Der Esch, yeah. Yep. I like that? As a- I went back and forth between him and a wide receiver. And Calvin Ridley, who I then predicted would go play with Julio Jones in that Atlanta, a.k.a. Alabama, uh, (laughs) wide receiving core, I thought Dallas did great. I I didn't think that either of these two wide receivers, Ridley or Moore, were were special-er, like we say. They're not Julio Uh, Jones type. Hey, but Panthers got DJ Moore. Yo, Terps, he got some toys over there. 
They do, but I thought this kid Van Der Esch is exactly what the Cowboys needed. He's a linebacker that make play, that makes plays, and he's got size. And and to see Sean Lee go down every year, you no, got to get right. some reinforcements in and there. And you lost your other linebacker to Kansas City, Anthony Hitchens, who was Hitchens, your yeah. tackling machine. So that was a great move. So let's let's talk to it. I mean, look, we started the draft with the Heisman Trophy winner, and then you you end it with the Heisman Trophy winner. I thought in his last draft, Ozzy Newsom worked it great, trading down. Uh, getting Hayden Hurst, you know, they needed a tight end. They've had bad luck with Pitta and other guys getting hurt. And then Watson left, went back to the Saints. And then they trade back in at number 32. It gave me chills, and I was so happy for the young man. We both know how talented he is. They get Lamar Jackson. They already had pre-signed RG3, so the writing was on the wall in a sense for Joe Flacco, who might be playing his last year with what did you think about Ozzie Newsom pulling off the Hurst and the Lamar Jackson moves? Look, Hurst was the best tight end on the board, best pass pass rusher, pass catcher for sure. Uh, so I thought that was a great move. Lamar Jackson is TBD. I'm not sold that he's a great NFL quarterback, but if you have an heir apparent, if you can get an heir apparent for relatively cheap, right? The 32nd pick in the first round is relatively cheap. Joe Flacco makes a big number. Remember the day they signed him? I said Baltimore yep. will not win anything with Joe Flacco. The guy had three good play, three great playoff games, and that's it. He's he's an average quarterback, slightly better than average, but he's not the guy. So they'll get rid of him next year because his numbers are too big. He finally comes off the book, so it's perfect. Just like the Jets have a transition, the Ravens will have a transition. The guy I really feel bad for is Teddy Bridgewater because Steady B is not in the Jets' plans. And so I hope his knee is right. So maybe He might he might wind up being their future backup. I do think he could stay there. Yeah, but Steady B, last year. you don't think Steady B is a starter? Um, in to be determined. League, Steady B is not a starter? Maybe. If he's healthy, maybe. We'll see how it plays out. You know, I mean, listen, if Lamar works out, Flacco will be starting somewhere else. So. You never know how this is going to play out. Of course, we've got to mention, uh, I thought some of the teams who were, you know, really good last year did good. I'm not so sure about the Jaguars getting Taven Bryan. I'm, I guess he's in a rotation of defensive line that could work. The Vikings getting Mike Hughes with Terrence Newman being like 50 years old. I thought that was a great pick from UCF. And then the Patriots, Ray. I mean, they wind up getting – Tony Michelle, we talked about Isaiah Wynn early, but they go Georgia, they go SEC, and I just think Sony Michelle will be the perfect Patriots running back. He'll be the top of the food chain, but I thought it was a good move. What did you think about that? That was uh, surprising to me. I never, I never would have had them – I mean, they need a running back, of course, but I never would have had them taking a running back in no. the first round. They Bill surprised everybody. The first rounder, when, when, when Geis and, and other guys are available in the second round, third round, so – Good for them, though. You know, in his limited time, Michelle showed that he can play. He's got a rare combination of size and speed, and he can make moves in between the tackles, and yet he's got the speed to bounce it outside. He's not afraid of contact. He looks like the all-around back. Oh, he's going to be – he's the real deal, but you sort of weird pick for me was the Seahawks. Getting Rashard Penny, we know the stats. He's done great. He doesn't have – he's got like four, six speed. Um, him going before Darius Geis, Michelle Chubb, 
I really thought Penny, they could have got him like late second round. Were you kind of surprised? And boy, the Seahawks must be in love with him because they could have taken Joshua Jackson to corner and, and other corners. What do you think about that, Ray? Right, especially with the turnover on defense. There were so yeah. many holes that they could fill. And I agree. I was confused. And they, and they did a lot of draft day, like maneuvering, trading yeah. off and down. And I'm like, all for what? So, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really feel the Seahawks draft so far. But you know what? It's only round one. We still have uh, six more rounds to go. So, we'll yeah. see. No, and we'll recap it on Monday. Quick looking forward to tonight, rounds two and three, 7 p.m. Eastern. So, the first five picks are Browns, Giants, Browns, Colts, Colts. Ray, such great talent off the board. I'll give you my, my top guys that I think need to go. Obviously, Geis and Chubb. Maybe uh, the Iowa guys, James Daniels, Joshua Jackson, and then UTEP Lyman, uh, Lyman, the guard, Will Hernandez, who we both thought. And maybe even wide receiver Cortland Sutton. Do you think you see um, the Giants, will they go offensive line? Could they go Mason Rudolph? How high do you think he'll go? And what do you think happens in this uh, top five here? I think Mason Rudolph I think, you know what might be interesting? Could you imagine if Indianapolis goes and takes – Hernandez, they go get two offensive linemen. Wouldn't that be nice for your boy? I think they need to do it. They got Andrew two picks in the top five. Right? If they don't the get Giants Hernandez, get Daniels, they, they can improve their line overnight, right? Right. And that's who I think is, is going to be the most coveted guy is Hernandez. If you think about it, between Cleveland losing Joe Thomas between, and, and then uh, Indianapolis and the Giants all needing offensive line. So his yeah. name is going to be called in the top five, that's for sure. And don't um, sleep on Connor Williams from Texas. Somebody might take him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other guy, like you said, Sutton, right? The, the Cortland big kid Sutton, from the wide receiver. Yeah, he, he's going to be attractive too at the top of that second round. So I think he'll be there. I don't know if Mason Rudolph's a second rounder or a third rounder, frankly. But you know what? With this run on quarterbacks. Somebody's going to take him in the second round. People might get nervous. But then again, five teams have their quarterbacks, right? So the Jets are not going to take another quarterback. The Browns are not going to take another quarterback. You know, but <laughs> I say that. Oh, the Broncos are there in the second round. Maybe they could take a Mason Rudolph. You never know. Well, but remember, they need a running back. How about the Broncos get this, you uh, a Nick Chubb or Darius Geis or somebody oh, like that? Great. That was so great. Tampa Bay. Nick Tampa Chubb, Bay. they go to Georgia and think about, like, the old Terrell Davis days. Well, Terrell Davis was a six-round pick, but they were able to yeah. ride that. But I was about to say back to the quarterback, but then I'm recalling, wait a minute, what about the Washington Redskins, who in the first round took RG3 and then in the third round took Kirk Cousins? And we were like, huh? You traded up all those picks to get RG3 and now you're hedging with Kirk Cousins? Turns out that no, was No, no, it's definitely fascinating. And I think a lot of these teams all need sort of similar positions, right? A couple teams need linemen. A couple teams like, you know, Tampa and Broncos, you know, they don't have running backs. So it's going to be fascinating. And uh, stay tuned for the second round tonight. That should, yeah, uh, well, have a great – enjoy the rest of the draft. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. And uh, Ray and Tate's here for you with your draft and NFL analysis. Oh, definitely. Should be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Ray, take us out. I'm having technical problems here. I don't know if you can end it or not. No, I'm, I'm no, out. No, you're not. Okay, let me see what I can do here. We're having some. Wow. Well, I'll say this. 
keep it going. Um, the Bears, they got their guy, Roquan Smith. That was definitely um, – That's a great you know, pick. That's athletic. a great pick. Think about this. The SEC has 10 of the 32 players chosen in this draft. One-third of the draft came from the SEC. And remember when George Reitzer and you and everybody was getting on me, I said, look, it's all about the SEC. Well, he was emphatic. I just thought the other conferences were catching up. And you know what? And, and those other death, conferences but... have players, and they have talent. But it goes up and down. One year it's the Pac-12. One year it's the Big 12. One year it's the Big 10. One year it's the ACC. The SEC is all about stud athletes from a lot of them from the Southeast, but nationwide recruiting stud athletes. And that's why they dominate the draft and they make for fantastic pro prospects. Now, so, you know, half these guys are going to be busts, but wow. To get one conference to do and football will draft you, right? Like Boise state Vander is from Boise state. And he went seven or 19 to the Cowboys. So it's not like, they won't find you. If you're good, North Dakota State, they'll find you. So 10 of the 32 came from the SEC. That blew me away. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, we're having some difficulties with this mouse. Um, oh, Lord. But I'll say this. I definitely feel that we're going to see more trades tonight. I mean, look, when you get Martavis Bryant going – you might see the Steelers even take a running back in case they can't keep Le'Veon Bell, which would just break my heart, might, man. I mean, I think they'll have to do that not only for if he really leaves, but even if it's just for not to have him have so many carries. You're right. Well, that's a, no, but I'm saying negotiating leverage with Le'Veon to be like, look, we got Darius Geis. You want to come back? We want you. But I, I think that relationship might be on its last year. I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers will never pay him the money he wants and give him the long-term security. So, unfortunately, that might be, uh, you know, one more year or two more years, and then he's gone. No, you're right about that. Right. What do you think about know. the draft being in Dallas? Are they going to rotate? Oh, it yeah, we got to yeah, definitely give them love. They they did a great job, and you know, Philly was amazing. But having it at a stadium, they um, you can't beat that. That was a lot of fun. It did feel like maybe it was too big. I don't know. I mean, that'd be nitpicking, but. Overall, I thought they did a good job, and um, the Cowboys fans. They had Mike Irvin as the hype man in the background. Yeah, Irvin and Pearson. I I felt like they were kind of leaving out Des Bryant. They're talking about the 88 club, and I was like, wow, poor Des is at home, and uh, he's he's getting dished. And uh, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see where he signs um, after the draft. And, you know, Saturday when it's over, everybody pushes for the undrafted free agents. It's going to be funny. I could see Des winding up in Cincinnati or Arizona, you know, to help, uh, you know, be a number two with a veteran guy. 
and well, possibly. Well, you know what? Arizona's very interesting because you're number one. Larry Fitzgerald can't play forever. So Right, know, and Larry's now in the slot, and that's where I think um, – that's where I think Dez needs to go. So that maybe Cincinnati's the right thing, right? He'll never get double teamed because you can't leave A.J. Green one-on-one. And Tyler yeah, Eifert, if he's healthy, you know, big big pass-catching target up the middle, that would leave a lot of room in that, like, 12 to 15-yard range for Dez Bryant, who's basically a glorified 50-50 guy. But – I think the Seahawks side. could use him, Ray. They lost Jimmy Graham. Why don't they bring sure. in Des Bryant? You know? Sure. So we'll leave on that note. Technical difficulties are fixed. I'll say this. Um, you know, it would be fascinating to see, you know, where some of these wide receivers fall with Cortland Sutton, DJ Chalk, Anthony Miller from Memphis. But uh, we'll recap it all on Monday. So have a great week. Oh.